1: What's up, everybody? Dan Canobio here for On the Road Edition of Inside Boxing Live. We're here at Brookfield Place in the heart of New York City. For the big fight week ahead, Anthony Joshua, Andy Ruiz goes down on zone this Saturday, June 1st. In this episode, we're going to talk to all the heavy hitters, all the major players in this fight who made it all possible. Mr. Eddie Hearn. We're going to talk to Andy Ruiz, who will be taking on Anthony Joshua. Chris Algieri. And we also caught up at ring card extraordinaire, Mr. Dave Diamante is going to be an absolutely action-packed show. A big fight in the heavyweight division as we saw Deontay Wilder do his thing a few weeks back at uh, the Barclays Center. Now you got Anthony Joshua on center stage. He's got three of the belts. And just in a few weeks, you're going to see Tyson Fury step into the ring for his first fight ever in Las Vegas. So three of the top heavyweights in boxing fighting in a one-month span but not against each other because that is boxing politics one-on-one. Hopefully we get that fight. You'll hear from Eddie Hearn about uh, his line of communication with Shelly Finkel and uh, Team Wilder as well as Tyson Fury. This one is going to be a huge fight. Talking to Andy Ruiz, you get the feeling that you know he's ready for this opportunity. So many people turned it down. We heard about Luis Ortiz turning down the fight. We heard about uh, Adam Konaki. Uh, you know, he was in the running as well. A lot of big-time heavyweights didn't want to take the fight for some reason. Andy Ruiz said, you know what? This is my chance for the uh, three belts. This is my chance to become the the first Mexican-American heavyweight champion with something that means uh, a lot to him. So he steps into that ring as a heavy underdog with a lot to gain. But Anthony Joshua, this is obviously all about him. It's his first fight here in New York City it's the first time he's coming over from the UK where he had a nice comfortable thing going you know selling out Wembley Stadium 90,000 the biggest star in the UK but he comes here where he's not relatively known but he is people are starting to figure out who Anthony Joshua is got the big smile and and the great personality so a lot of storylines here a lot of things to unfold let's get to it first with our first interview with Mr. Eddie Hearn Our next interview on Inside Boxing Live is brought to you by Jack Doyle's Restaurant and Bar. Jack Doyle's Restaurant and Bar located just a few steps away from Madison Square Garden and Times Square. Go into Jack Doyle's for all your entertainment needs. From happy hours to birthday parties to private events, Jack Doyle's has you covered. Once again, that's Jack Doyle's Restaurant and Bar located on 240 West 35th Street. We got the man of the hour, Mr. Eddie Hearn, in his now adopted hometown
0: here of New York City, spending more time here than the U.K. lately, yes, right? Yes, I am, and being told off for it as well. By who, exactly? got to misses, British fans a little bit, you know, but it's all good. We've, we're off to a good start. Obviously, it's a big moment for us on Saturday, being at the Garden, selling out the Garden. Joshua, great undercard as well, and we can't wait. 8,000
1: Brits expected yeah. to make the trip will certainly feel like home for Anthony Joshua and you as well.
0: Yeah, amazing. I mean, you know, we'll have, I think there's about 1,000 tickets left, which will obviously go on Fight Week, so we'll have the full 20,000 or whatever it is in there. And it's been amazing the support from the American people as well because 8,000, 7,000 Brits is amazing, but that still leaves 12,000 who are American. Actually, although I will say, the Garden have sold tickets to more than 50 different countries for this fight, customers coming from 50 countries worldwide. Which is incredible. So, Joshua is um, hes an icon uh, of, of world boxing, like Canelo, you know, all these guys. So, And it's a world heavyweight title. And you've got a guy who I'm looking at over there on that poster in Andy Ruiz, who I like a lot, you know, and I really believe he's going to bring the fire. I think he'll get knocked out. But I wouldn't be surprised if we had to go through a few scary moments because this guy's fearless and he's going to let his hands go.
1: What is the, the best part of, of promoting a guy like Anthony Joshua?
0: He's got everything. You know, I mean he looks a million dollars, he's the ultimate athlete, he has a great backstory, he's exciting, he's fast, he punches extremely hard, he's a heavyweight, you know, everybody loves him, kids love him, grandmas love him, housewives love him, men love him, you know, um, he just appeals so much to so many different people, um, but he's got to keep winning, you know, it's all great and you know, it's not, it's not just about being a great role model, being a great person, it's about being a great heavyweight and he is, I don't feel that he gets the respect that he deserves after 23 fights. So if you look at the resumes of Fury or uh, Wilder after 23 fights, they're, they're uncomparable. You know he's beaten Dillian White, he's beaten Klitschko, he's beaten Brazil, he's beaten Takam, he's beaten Parker, he's beaten Povetkin, and he hopefully will beat Ruiz. It's a hell of a run for someone who's only had 22 fights. But people don't care about that; they just want they want it now. Now talking about Andy Ruiz. Do you feel like Andy Ruiz is getting his just due? I mean, a lot of people think he beat Parker, you know, but I just think we're in a situation where we needed a world ranked heavyweight. We needed someone that was relevant in the US market. Obviously he's trying to also win, become the first Mexican to win a world heavyweight title. It's a great story. We have a lot of Mexican subscribers with Canelo and it fitted and he was up for it and he didn't want to mess around he wanted this opportunity and we want fighters that actually want the opportunity not to talk about it to sign for it and he was the guy who stepped up
1: now when i ask if, if i think that he has his just due is that you know wilder had his explosive knockout do you think fans i know this isn't the it's kind of short-sighted but you think fans are looking for joshua to kind of outdo wilder's performance but when you look at it brazil and parker aren't exactly on the same level yeah
0: no Bra- Brazil and who? I'm sorry, I meant Ruiz. What in what? Who you think Ruiz is better? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be hard to outperform Wilder. He knocks him out well, in the first. he doesn't round. in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But Wilder was really impressive. You know, we acknowledge that. Do you know what I mean? Wilder's very exciting. Wilder punches very hard. You know. So um, I think that uh, we've got a win. That's the key. Can, would we like to look good doing it? Of course. Now. Joshua wins on Saturday. The first call will be to who? That call's over. Like, There's people working on this behind the scenes. Shelly and me and Heyman, there's no communication for this. So I'm letting other people do it. But I think that, you know, more importantly... Kelly making his way into the ring right here. Yeah, great fight. He's in a great fight. Great side. card. It's, it's a great, an absolutely yeah, loaded card. card. We can talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, it's a great card. You've got obviously Katie Taylor going for the Undisputed Championship against WBC World Champ Delphine Bisoun. You've got Callum Smith, who's the number one super middleweight in the world, against Hassan and Dam. Great fight. You've got Josh Kelly, who's one of the best young prospects in the sport of boxing, fighting Ray Robinson, who just boxed a draw, got robbed actually against uh, the Latvian welterweight, who's top five in the world. Um, you've got Josh Boatze, one of the best light heavyweights in the world. He's fighting Periband from Mexico as well. Chris Algieri against Tommy Coyle. Unbelievable fight. It's just a packed card. It's going to be a huge night.
1: Oh, back to Wilder, because that's the, yeah. the question that everyone wants to know about. Do you say the the,
0: the relationship yeah, so is kind of I, over? I think, I think actually AJ started saying, he said at ESPN today, the best thing to do is AJ and Wilder sit down or talk. Do you know what I mean? And say cut out the middle, man. What do you want? What's what's the problem here?
1: You think that would actually happen though they meet face to face well, with well, well, Pacquiao and Mayweather, they had that chance encounter well, at a basketball yeah, game? But why wouldn't you? Like at least you can find out the truth. Do
0: you know what I mean, mean?
1: Are you surprised that Wilder has kind of changed his tune, you know, yeah, before we, the fight?
0: Well, listen, Wilder's being talked into the fact that these other fights are a really good idea and the Joshua fight will get bigger in the future. They may be right, but we don't want to do that. We want it now. But the only thing that matters right now is Saturday night. Because, like you said, Wilder's done his job, now AJ's got to do his.
1: Okay. Uh, now, last time we were together, we tried to get you to freestyle, because no. that was the thing that was going on at the time. I'm not going to make you to freestyle uh, good, now, good, good. but I saw you go on IG Live, you did a Bob Arum impression. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's I'll give you a scenario right here. Bob Arum calls you up, mm. and he's trying to talk about what's the best late-night snack to eat after dinner. Let me hear your best Bob Arum impression.
0: Well, it depends how you're feeling. You got the cookies you know so every now and again you might go for a little cheeky flapjack but I tell you he's a cancer to the sport and I want him out of the sport he's talking about other people I like Bob Arum a yeah, yeah.
1: I actually tried to do an impression of him I showed him it yeah? and he gave me a, a 2 out of 10 I was yeah, pretty hurt yeah, by that yeah, yeah. No.
0: Yeah, it was, it I'll pretty, probably give me a 1 but. Yeah, okay. Mr. Eddie Hearn
1: here we're here at Brookfield Place big fight this Saturday night in the heavyweight division Anthony Joshua Andy Ruiz
0: don't miss it Live
1: on design. Our next interview on Inside Boxing Live is brought to you by Jack Doyle's Restaurant and Bar. Jack Doyle's Restaurant and Bar located just a few steps away from Madison Square Garden and Times Square. Go into Jack Doyle's for all your entertainment needs. From happy hours to birthday parties to private events, Jack Doyle's has you covered. Once again, that's Jack Doyle's Restaurant and Bar located on 240 West 35th Street. The big man has arrived, Mr. Andy Ruiz, here
2: in New York City, getting ready for the biggest fight of your life, would you say so? The biggest fight of my life, and you know what, we're we're here to, to do everything that's possible to win those bouts and become the first Mexican heavyweight champion in the world. I love New York City, it's my first time here, and I will be back.
1: Wow, first time ever here in New York City.
2: My first time ever here. What
1: are your initial thoughts? Does it, it it smells a little bit? A lot of garbage on the streets. What's your? I'm a New Yorker, so those are the things that I notice. What are your original thoughts of I, about New York City?
2: I think the the buildings, um, all the people are really nice. You know, there's a lot of people. It's crowded, and you know, I just love it. I haven't tasted the pizza. I heard the pizza is amazing here. What are you but, waiting for, man? Uh, Wednesday.
1: So everyone talks about Snickers, but maybe you can get a pizza. Uh, you can get pizza, a pizza deal.
2: Yeah, maybe I get a pizza deal one of these. There's a lot of restaurants right here, especially a lot of pizza, so we're good. The Snickers, Snickers is right, right here. here. What are you waiting for, Snickers? Get this guy
1: on the payroll. Uh-huh. But, uh, we're talking about maximizing your exposure, maximizing the opportunity, just talking to your trainer. Can you believe some of the names that were turning us down? Could you believe that? You're a guy that was like, you know what? This is my time. You know, this is my time to take home three belts.
2: It is my time, you know what? Well, I wasn't greedy with the money or nothing like that. I think the opportunity that's what counts. Be becoming the first Mexican heavyweight champion of the world, that's my dream. And that, that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna accomplish on June first.
1: You seem pretty chill, you seem pretty relaxed. Is that how you always are? I mean all these bright lights, these cameras everywhere, you're getting pulled in a million different directions, but you feel like this, you know, you're calm, cool, and collected.
2: You know what, I'm confident. You know, I, I've been like this my whole life, just chubby guy. Everybody's always underestimating me. But you got to have that confidence and believe in yourself and anything is possible.
1: You feel like the everyman can relate to you, the guy on his couch. is like, hey, hey,
2: I can do that too. Yeah, you know what, as long as you believe and you trust in God, everything is possible, man. But you know what, it took a lot of hard work and, and tears in, to get to this point. Now
1: let's talk about inside the ropes, just talking your your trainer, Obviously, um, he's gonna have the height advantage, but it's not the first time you fought uh, a big guy. Even your your last fight, he was towering over you. What's I don't I know you're not gonna give away your game plan, but I'm sure you're you're thinking about getting inside, going to the body, and then the head will fall.
2: Yeah, of course. You know what? With luckily that God I have this God gift that God gave me the, the speed, the movement that I have, so I think it's gonna uh, trouble him a lot. Um, It doesn't matter how tall you are, how buff you are, and all that, but as long as I let my hand go and stick to the game plan, what we've been working on, everything's gonna come out clean. Andy
1: Ruiz, extremely confident here for the first time in New York City, looking for a pizza deal in addition to the Snickers deal. Our next interview on Inside Boxing Live is brought to you by Jack Doyle's Restaurant and Bar. Jack Doyle's Restaurant and Bar located just a few steps away from Madison Square Garden and Times Square. Go into Jack Doyle's for all your entertainment needs. From happy hours to birthday parties to private events, Jack Doyle's has you covered. Once again, that's Jack Doyle's Restaurant and Bar located on 240 West 35th Street. All right, we're here with Chris Aljuri. Big fight come Saturday night. Never lost that 140-pound belt. This will be a test for you to get back on track because I know you want that strap.
3: Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is a perfect opportunity, great, great show. Uh, I'm in fantastic shape, had a great training camp. Really looking forward to Saturday night. I mean...
1: Being in fantastic shape, that's kind of a, a given with you. You know, you guys, you stay healthy.
3: You got your book out there. I want to give a quick plug with the yeah, fighters. Absolutely. The, the, the fighters kitchen available on Amazon comes out June the 4th. It's on pre-sale right now. Uh, it's a hundred recipes. What I've tried and true, what I've using in my training and my camps for, for all these years.
1: Okay, i like to take a little uh, revenue check for that plug right yeah. there.
3: <laughs> Let's, talk about this. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Let's talk about this fight with Tommy Coyle. He's making his U.S. debut. You fought here numerous times. This is your home city. Do you feel like that's a little bit of an advantage come fight night and fight week as as he settles in into New York and you'll probably go sleep in your own bed?
3: You know, at the end of the day, it's uh we're all fighting in the same ring. You know, um, no matter where it is. You know, I fought in I fought in China, I fought in Macau, I fought all over, and my kickboxing career, I fought over the world. It is what it is. You go out there and you do your job. Do you feel
1: like you have an experience edge of talking about the fights that you just had, sharing a ring with Ruzan Provodnikov, sharing a ring with Manny Pacquiao. It doesn't get any bigger than that. Do you feel like come fight night? It will have at least a mental edge when it comes to experience.
3: Yeah, I think so. I think it's a huge step in class for him um, to be in there with me. And, uh, you know, it's a perfect time for, for, for me and my career. I think this is a, a great matchup and a great fight. You know, I know Tommy's going to come and bring us all. This is his rocky moment, so um, got to be well prepared. All right, you
1: had your rocky moment against Ruslan Provodnikov. I was there ringside, one of the biggest upsets at the time. But how do you feel now going into this one? You have a new camp. I mean, not your first time working with Andre Rozier, but now you guys are starting to get a rhythm here. And I feel like camp had to just be a full oil machine at this point.
3: Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is, uh, you know, we had to share camps along with, with Daniel Jacobs, but this has been a full camp for myself, and uh, it really went really well. You know, I know Andre's really happy with, with with the progress, what we've been able to do this camp. Really looking forward to going out there and just showing what we, all the hard work we've done. Changing things
1: up a little bit. You shared a ring with Manny Pacquiao, like I just touched on. He's got a big fight coming up with Keith Thurman, I know that you do some commentating as well, so you, you give your opinion on, on other fights. How do you see that one shaking out?
3: I actually like that matchup a lot. Um, I don't really like seeing Manny Pacquiao at this age and his size stepping in with a lot of like the bigger welterweights, but I think this is actually a fight that stylistically makes a lot of sense, and I think Pacquiao has a good chance to win. Going
1: up to the main event on Saturday at Meta Square Garden, Anthony Joshua, one of the biggest names in boxing. Do you feel like he has to go out there and kind
3: of outdo what we saw from Deontay Wilder against Brazil? No, I don't. I think they're different fighters. Uh, I think Wilder and and, and Joshua are, um, you know, they're, they're both the top of the heavyweight heap, but they're very, very different fighters. You know, and when you when you match up, when they've fought the same guys, you know, you've had different results. But that's just because of Wilder's massive of power and the way that he is. Uh, Joshua is much more of a technician. He still finishes guys, but it takes him a little bit longer. So I don't think he has to out- necessarily outdo the man. And I really don't think that he should try to. I think he should go out there and be himself. How would you rate
1: the top three heavyweights? People ask me this all the time, and it's so hard because. All of them have their flaws. All of them
3: have their strengths. But if you had to go through each one and kind of rate rate them, how would you do that? You know, it changes all the time. I always had Joshua ahead, but uh, at this stage, you know, Wilder's creeping up, and really, they can they can swap one and two whenever at any moment um, in my mind, even. But uh, you know, you got to give it to the top four, the the, the Wilder. The, um, uh, the Anthony Joshua, the Tyson Fury, and Luis Ortiz. I think he's a super, super dangerous guy and should definitely be in the top names of, of the heavyweight division. Well,
1: the thing with him is we don't know how, exactly how old he is. When we saw him at Wilder, he looked like he could have been his father in there.
3: Yeah, it might not matter, though.
1: He's that good. Same with heavyweights. They age very well. You're talking about your age now. You're, you're in this part of your career where you've accomplished so much already, but you want to get that title back. You want to get that strap, and you're ready to do that.
3: Lastly, how do you feel when you head into that ring come Saturday night? You know, this is, this is my time again. I feel like, you know, you know all the energy is in the right place. I feel like the universe is, is coming around like it did back in 2014, so this is just another step in, in, in the story. Right, you, and you want to come out of this with the title. That's your main goal now in this latter part of your career. Oh, absolutely. That's why I'm here. I'm here to be a world champion.
1: Chris Algieri's got title aspirations once again. He kicks that off this Saturday on the Anthony Joshua Undercard. Our next interview on Inside Boxing Live is brought to you by Jack Doyle's Restaurant and Bar. Jack Doyle's Restaurant and Bar located just a few steps away from Madison Square Garden and Times Square. Go into Jack Doyle's for all your entertainment needs. From happy hours to birthday parties to private events, Jack Doyle's has you covered. Once again, that's Jack Doyle's Restaurant and Bar located on 240 West 35th Street. All right, I'm here with the most impeccably dressed man here. Mr. David Diamante, the ring announcer extraordinaire for Dazone and Matchroom Sport. Just interviewed, uh, he had Anthony Joshua in there, biggest fight of uh, his career here in New York City. How do you feel about that?
4: No, it's great. I mean, I'm really excited to have AJ here in America. I think, you know, what Eddie Hearn, what Matchroom Boxing have been doing, what Dazone's been doing, they're bringing a lot of the excitement of the UK fights here to America. And of course, the biggest bill would be AJ. So, Over there, we packed 90,000 people. We just did his last fight at Wembley in front with Povetkin. We had 90,000 at Wembley. I don't think that we've we've had kind of fights like that here in America. So if he can bring that excitement here, it's going to be great. And AJ is just a real superstar.
1: Competitively-wise, not maybe the biggest fight of his career. Obviously, Klitschko and other fights. But significantly, it means something because it's here in New York. You're a New Yorker. I'm a New Yorker. What does that mean for when the heavyweight, we've seen Lennox Lewis comes over here to the
4: States. What does that mean for heavyweight boxing and boxing as a whole? Well, it's big. And especially with the, the performance that Wilder's had against Brazil, he's got the other piece of the pie. I mean, this guy here is a WBA, IBF, WBO, and IBO champ, and of course, Wilder's a WBC champ and he just made super quick work of Dominic Brazil. So he's got to look good against Ruiz, but he's got a tough task. Andy Ruiz is a good fighter, man. He's a really good fighter. His only loss is against Joseph Parker, who's a Kiwi. did it down in in New Zealand, and that fight was close, man. A lot of people think that that Parker won that fight. He would have been the champion of the world undefeated. I I I think the casual
1: fan will get caught up in the fact that look what Wilder did. He got rid of Brazil in one round. It took Joshua seven rounds. You know, I think that Joshua has to outperform Wilder, but what I say to that is that Brazil and Ruiz aren't on the same level. I think Andy Ruiz is a much better fighter
4: than Dominic Brazil. Well, not only that. The fact that if you look at the body styles, I mean, this man here, take a look at this guy. He looks like a statue. Yeah, he's chiseled. He's super tall. He's just—he's jacked. You look at Ruiz, he's short. He looks kind of out of shape. Looks like a doughboy, but he's not. Who will say it to yourself? I just interviewed him. He said, listen, I'm a, fa- I'm a fat guy. That's what I am. <laughs> no, but he can fight. I mean, look at Adam Kovnatsky. He looks like that, too. He got a baby face. Yo, he can fight, and we know that. He can fight his ass off. So can Andy Ruiz. The casuals, they're not going to know that. They're probably not going to know Andy Ruiz. They're not going to know how tough this guy is, how fast his hands are, how hard he punches. He's got a ton of heart. That guy, he's got nothing to lose, man. You love this stuff, don't you? You're a boxing purist. I know you did a lot of work with the Brooklyn Nets, but
1: boxing is what you love, right?
4: Sick with it, man. Yeah, have been since day one. Yeah. I just love it, man. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about your career. You're
1: all over the world. You follow David Diamante on Instagram. You're a world traveler. You're you going all over the, the the world, the globe-trotting, the different parts. Which how would you to compare the UK boxing fans to the American boxing fans?
4: Well, let's just say this: we're here in New York City, and you hear all that. Yeah. They're UK fans yeah. that traveled here. I mean, these guys. We do weigh-ins. This is guys in their underwear's on a scale and there's people hanging off the rafters. I mean it's it's unbelievable. It's maniacal. The fans are are knowledgeable and they should be. They have some great fighters. That's another thing that I love about this card. You got Joshua Boatzi, the international WBA light heavyweight champion, defending his title. That guy can fight, man. That division is such a it's a such a deep division. Now I don't think is ready for world level just yet, but I mean maybe European level, something like that. The guy is really, really a top talent. I think he could be a huge star in future boxing. Then you got PBK, Josh Pretty Boy Kelly. This guy coming from Sunderland right outside of Newcastle. He is undefeated. He's unbelievable. He's a former Olympian. The guy is so fast. He's got such ring savvy. Yo, he is a superstar waiting to happen. I'm telling you, man. Sold. I'm sold. This guy, you want to see him fight. He really he uses distance so well, hand speed. He's just He's very agile, great head movement. It's He's unbelievable to watch and trained by Adam Booth and just a hell of a fighter. And then of course Callum Smith. Yeah. I mean, you talk about me traveling the world like I just did his fight in Germany against Nikki Holtzkin. I just did his big fight in Saudi Arabia against George Groves. He got the knockout. He won the Ali Trophy, won the Ring Magazine belt, the WBA, you know, George's title. He had the, the WBA super, super middleweight championship of the world along with the WBC diamond belt. So. That was a major fight. Happened in Saudi. This is his first time back. He's a tough scouser. He's one of the four Fighting Smith brothers, you know. And uh, it's great to have him here too. So it's not just about AJ, although, of course, right. we're, we're all here for AJ. It's such
1: a big car that even a guy like Calm Smith, a talent like him, is not being overlooked.
4: But in any other card he'd be, he'd be headlining it. If this was in the U.K., he would sell out the Echo or the M&E. It's called the m e Arena now in Liverpool. Uh, we just did a great fight there. His brother actually fought there. Um, but, uh, you know, he would sell it out.
1: Now, what's the the craziest experience or the craziest atmosphere you've ever been a part of, fight-wise? Brooklyn. Oh, Barclays Center, would fight?
4: No, not Barclays, not Barclays. Away, Just small spots. We did a fight. We did a fight at. Oh man, there's 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 been quite a few. I don't want to do it. We've had it. It's been like a powder keg. Where you had one camp here, one camp here, okay. and it just takes one thing to set it off. So even something that bigger than a, a, a Joshua fight in Wembley, and, and the, the riot police are called. It's like it's it's I've seen it get insane. Right. But yeah, like doing Wembley is amazing. I mean, right. Moscow, you know, in the, the Olympic Stadium in, in Moscow for Usyk and Gassiev. That was that was great. This is some great great fights all over the world. Hardest
1: name to pronounce in boxing today is. <laughs>
4: I don't know. That's that's kind of like my specialty. But um, like today, Delphine Persoon, a lot of people say person, but it's actually a, a, a Dutch spelling of the word person. So it's person. Um, so it's really just about doing your research. Um, you know, I think after the NBA, you know, guys like Giannis Atenecumpo and you Nailed that you know, one. These guys, once you do all that, you're, you're pretty good.
1: How about working alongside uh, Michael Buffer, arguably the greatest ring announcer of, our, of all time, just getting to work with him and just being around him that's got to be quite a
4: experience well we've been friends for such a long time and michael is an awesome guy and what people don't know you know me he's just quaffed, wow. you know but like he's such a cool guy and he loves boxing and he's just a great dude man um he loves animals he's a caring guy and he's a smart guy the, michael uh is 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 just a really great dude and I love it. You know, it's for me to get to work beside him is is uh, absolutely fun, and it's it's an honor to be able to you know do do the cards under him. So, uh, yeah, I just I love Michael. He's now, he's he's amazing. Right,
1: a lot of these ring announcers, they have their own distinguishable line, and or their own way of doing things. You like to say the last name twice. Something I've seen back in the day on on ESPN along those lines. What goes into that?
4: Well, I mean, back in the day, you had Johnny Addy at Madison Square Garden doing it. Um, who I was able to give the induction speech to the New York State Boxing Hall of Fame, which was a great honor. Uh, but of course, you know, my, my favorite ring announcer of all time is Ed Darien. And Ed Darien always used to do it, and Mark Biro also. I mean, Biro—that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Old ESPN Friday Night Fight days. Well, he did. He did the Tuesday Night fights. Right, right, right. So he was, you know, with uh, with Sean O'Grady and uh, and Alberts. Man, that, that was a great. So thats what I went to growing up. Like I would yeah. tag along my dad to yeah. Reading, Pennsylvania, and these small shows on ESPN, and I will never forget his voice. I never missed an episode. I watched all of them. I loved it. But Ed Darien was great. You know, he did most of like the Philly and like the Atlantic City fights. You know, and. He had the carnation of thick glasses and this young man comes to us all the way from you know he was great man i loved it but he always said the name twice and it's a boxing thing you know bob Shepard also used to do it you know bob shepherd yes, for the course, yankees yeah. you know Gita, number two derek, derek Gita. Gita, number two Gita. Yeah. yeah exactly so
1: what about on fight night do you have any rituals that you go through to get the voice ready to get your, your mindset ready because you know all eyes are on you when you're in that ring
4: yeah of course man i smoke a really nice cigar Smoke a good cigar. You would think ready? that
1: would hurt the throat, but I feel like you're a cigar aficionado, so yeah. it's not going to affect you.
4: I smoke a good cigar. I, I mean, I think a voice coach would probably have a heart attack hearing that. No, but it's what I do. It's what I like. Gets my mind right. It's like it's like my man yoga, you know, I, I man meditation. I, I, sm- I smoke a cigar, well, I compartmentalize, relax, then I'm ready to go.
1: There it is. This Saturday night you will see David Diamante in the ring doing his thing, one of the best ring announcers in the game today.